Hello and welcome back. I'm happy to share episode three today. We're going to start updating our mind map. This famous map is the source of our daily decisions, the map that allows us to navigate our reality and function on a daily basis. Since it determines our experience of life, it also helps us to build step by step the character we are. It's time for 21st century Homo sapiens to take an interest in updating it. I'm embarking on this update in the knowledge that it would be an illusion to strive for perfection. Given the indescribable complexity of the quantum field in which we are immersed, our map will necessarily remain imprecise. It will never be able to represent all the subtleties of the territory. But we can certainly do better. Today I'd like to focus on two parameters that I believe are essential because they affect our interaction with everything around us and because advances in our knowledge show that they need to be refreshed. These two parameters are one, our concept of time, and two, determinism. Okay, time first. It all began with a group of hunter-gatherers, let us say a few tens of thousands years ago, who decided to mark their days by observing the movement of the sun in the sky. This was the very first clock of the human species. What we call time today hasn't changed. It's still the observation of the apparent movement of the sun. In fact, it's not the sun that moves, but the earth that turns on itself. And it's a movement outside of ourselves. We've come a long way since our hunter-gatherer days, for the record, we now know how to observe time spaces infinitely smaller than a billionth of a second, a thousand billion times smaller in fact, which gives you an idea of how far a scientific observation has come in this area. But regardless of scientific progress, the concept of time is linked to another movement, an inner movement within ourselves. It's the movement of life from birth to maturity, then to old age, and finally to death. In our perception, the passage of time is inevitably linked to aging. It inevitably accompanies us towards the end of our lives. It is a constant reminder that our existence is fleeting and there are no survivors on the earth. This inscription of time in our DNA gives it a very structuring connotation in our beliefs. Very structuring simply means that we are viscerally attached to this definition of time. Hence, the difficulty we all have in accepting quantum time, which tells us a very different story from our everyday time. So different, in fact, that we may need another word yet to be invented to help us visualize what happens in the infinitely small, where time is intimately bound up with space. In this quantum space-time, all of our past moments and all of our possible future moments are all around us. Time takes the form of a vibrating energy or vibrating information, if you prefer. All of our future potentials are there in this field, but they are not necessarily activated. They are in a state of possibility. And all of our past moments also remain inscribed in the quantum field. 
To continue this overview of the peculiarities of quantum time, note also that it flows in both directions, as in our usual perception from past to future, but also in the other direction from future to past. Even if we understand these words with our minds, they remain very difficult to accept and integrate. When I say that my future affects my present, some people feel every cell in their body creak. And yet, it's time to address the second point of this chapter, that of determinism. Determinism is the law of cause and effect. It tells us that our present is the result of past conditions. It's one of the fundamental principles of science, an assumption that was reinforced during the Age of Enlightenment. Scientists and philosophers of that time saw the world as a mechanical chain of cause and effect. According to them, all that was needed was to discover the right mathematical equations to calculate this sequence and predict the entire future of the universe. This fundamental principle that my present experience is the result of events that preceded it has been elevated by science to the level of a religion. In other words, determinism is such an entrenched belief that we can't even imagine questioning it, even today. But then, quantum physics claims that time can also travel from the future to the past. In other words, our future affects our present. In fact, it's one of the essential updates to our mental map. Quantum time works both ways, from the past to the present and from the future to the present. So to summarize, causality says that my present is the consequence of my past, and retro-causality says that my present is the consequence of my future. So after updating it, our mental map says that my present is the consequence of my choices in the past and also of my choices in the future. It's called double causality, and it changes everything. Like time moving in both directions, double causality is very difficult to accept, so much so that our beliefs put the brakes on it. These peculiarities of time and double causality are a very good example of the paradigm shift proposed by Quantum Trail. Specifically, it means changing our narrative, changing the way we tell our own story. For example, When I experience a happy change in my professional or personal life, I can tell myself that this experience is the cons consequence of choices that I have made in my past and choices I have also activated in my future. You can practice this with a very simple exercise. Recall a past experience that marked a turning point in your life, a pivotal moment. And now that you're looking at it in the rearview mirror, ask yourself this question. Was this turning point necessary for me to experience what I'm experiencing today? If this pivotal moment in my past, that is, makes sense in your present, you can tell yourself the following story. This turning point was partly triggered by a future I had chosen at that time, without realizing it. This turning point in my life was the result of my past and my future. That's double causality. It doesn't take any more time or energy 
to tear ourselves and experience this way. And I assure you, it doesn't endanger your mental health either. On the contrary, it can be revitalizing. We'll come back to this idea of making choices in the future, but I'm looking forward to future episodes where I'll suggest how to do it. That's it. We've come to the end of this episode, and I'll see you soon for the rest as you continue to find inspiration to move forward on your journey. And if you like it, don't hesitate to visit www.quantumtrail.com or Instagram at quantum underscore trail. And why not forward one of these links to your friends? Bye now.